Audio. This podcast is called Obsessed. Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest get some secrets off their chest. You should listen. It's the best. Hello and welcome to Obsessed with Joseph Scrimshaw on Feral Audio. I am your host. I am still Joseph Scrimshaw. This week's episode is very relaxed, very creative, totally centered with the universe, and a little bit paranoid, because it is all about weed, with my old friend, comedian, musician, and marijuana aficionado, Courtney McLean. As always, you also hear our co-producer, Sarah Meyer, interviewing random human beings around Los Angeles and seeing how they feel about pot. Do they smoke it? Do they eat it? Do they vape it? Do they think it's super funny and awesome when they stay in a hotel and their room number is 420? We will find out. But first, I'd like to share a very special memory of my own about weed. I myself have never been super into it. I've tried it a few times and it just didn't have much of an effect and it seemed like it would just cut into my whiskey time. So I'm not the best person to try to sell marijuana to, but I must look like I am because over the years, many people have approached me in random places convinced that, of course, that guy wants to buy marijuana. My very favorite attempted marijuana sale happened in Jamaica. My wife Sarah and I were there several years ago. It was one of the ports of call for the very first Jonathan Colton Joko cruise. And as is the way of many ports of call, the people there made money by selling stuff to tourists. And a lot of it was just like little carvings or baubles or whatever. But then one person pointed at me and said, Hey, Bob Marley. Bob Marley? And for a moment... I did not know what was being communicated to me. I thought maybe this person was trying to sell me like a best of Bob Marley CD. And then I realized, no, no, you're an idiot, Scrimshaw. Bob Marley means marijuana. And for the next several hours of our visit, several people popped up saying, Bob Marley, Bob Marley. At one point, we were walking by a fence and like a wacky neighbor on a sitcom, a person's head just popped over the fence and said, Bob Marley, Bob Marley. Now, in researching this, I just read that there is a company selling Bob Marley branded marijuana. But like I said, this was years ago. And it seemed to me from my outside perspective that Bob Marley was just the fastest, most efficient way to say, hey, you stupid tourist, do you want to take some marijuana and try to smuggle it back onto your big dumb cruise ship? And perhaps, sadly, I did not engage in that adventure. But... Over the years, I have found myself wondering what other artists are so strongly associated with a product that you could sell it to people by just shouting their name. Could you sell someone a martini by just popping over a fence and saying, Ian Fleming? Ian Fleming? Would you know you were being offered meth if someone was just like, Brian Cranston? Brian Cranston? Not that it's a drug, but could someone sell me eyeliner by just yelling, Johnny Depp? Johnny Depp? And the question that truly haunts me as an artist and a human being, when I am dead and gone, and someone wanting to sell something to another human being says, Joseph Scrimshaw? Joseph Scrimshaw? If that ever happened, if I were so lucky, what is it that they would be selling? Feel free to tweet me at Joseph Scrimshaw with your thoughts. But enough about me, on to the part of the podcast that is so thrilling no one would ever dare fast forward through it. The plugs. If you enjoy Obsessed Podcasts, you can support us by becoming a backer on Patreon. For as little as one buck a month, you'll get access to our monthly patron-only bonus episodes of Obsessed. We just released a fun discussion of the movie Star Trek Beyond with me and Audrey Kearns, so if you are interested, full info is on patreon.com slash Scrimshaw. Or you can support all of the artists on the Feral Audio Podcast Collective by shopping at Amazon through our portal. Just go to feralaudio.com, click the Support Our Artists button, and go buy anything on Amazon, and some of the money will go to supporting Feral Audio. It does not matter what you buy on Amazon. This week, I'm recommending you buy Bob Marley's Greatest Hits 2-CD set, because he didn't just smoke weed, he was a musical genius. Shows! I do shows! The next edition of my comedy game show about pop culture with my pal Hal Lublin called Head Cannon is happening in Los Angeles on Friday, August 5th at Nerd Melt with special guests Travis McElroy, Clark Wolf, and Mark Ellis. Plus, I'll be a guest at Dragon Con over the Labor Day weekend, and I'll be back in Minnesota in September for a new convention called the North Star Sci Film Fest. For tickets and full info on all my shows, go to josephscrimshaw.com slash live dash shows. But for now, sit back, relax, get out your favorite vape pen or bong, relax some more, and enjoy Courtney McLean's obsession with Weed Man. 
weed. Obsessed. Hello and welcome to Obsessed with me, Joseph Scrimshaw. I'm sitting in my home with an old friend, actor, comedian, musician, wonderful human being, Courtney McLean. Hello. Thank you so much for being here. <laughs> thanks, Joseph, for having me. I'm ex- thanks for inviting me into your home. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think it's always nice to invite people into your home instead of just saying, come to my door and we'll I... do a podcast through my door. Yeah. Don't come into my fucking house. <laughs> I feel like that's a rude way to start. I never even thought of that, but I think that is a podcast nobody's ever done and... Everybody knows that every podcast has been done. Yeah, I know. So. There should be. I should do a new one. I need a new one. There that you has go. New, a new hook, and you'd just be like podcast hole. We can podcast just hole come to the door. come oh. to the the glory podcast <laughs> hole in my you door. Put the mic through the hole. Yeah. <laughs> put your ideas through the hole, and we'll record a podcast. <laughs> Creepy town. Yeah. Uh, but you are here to talk about. Mm-hmm. Marijuana weed. Marijuana and But weed. before we get into that, I uh-huh. realized, can you tell people like who you are and what you do? Sure. Uh, my name is Courtney McLean. I am a comedic musician uh, or musical comedian and storyteller as well. So I play the banjo and I play dirty comedy bluegrass music for the bulk of my performance. Yeah. Stuffs. And to give people like kind of listening a little bit of background on us, Courtney and I worked together in back when we both lived in Minnesota. Mm -hmm. We were in uh, the Fringe Festival at the same time in that sort of community and then also in a group called Rockstar Storytellers Mm -hmm. where we would tell stories. And then you found your true passion. Singing very, very naughty songs <laughs> with a banjo. Yeah. Yeah, totally. It's something I've been, like, shaping and crafting lately and, like, sort of, like, lining up my values and being like, you know, how can I make this better, m- more in line with more values of mine? Yeah. So, yeah, so I'm excited to, I'm excited for, like, a new round of story or uh, songwriting. Cool. With it. Yeah. Yeah. It was, well, it was awesome <laughs> to see when, when the naughty Billy, as you call it, uh, right? Naughty Billy? Uh-huh, yeah. It was cool to see that emerge because it, it was fun to watch somebody kind of crystallize into like these are several of my talents and interests coming together at right. once yeah because it, you have a beautiful singing voice thank you and it's always funnier when you say something filthy and funny and it's coming out of incredibly beautiful mouth uh-huh. <laughs> beautiful <laughs> song mouth it's all that general area is just beautiful thank you um yeah i meant totally. more the noise than your actual mouth but your actual mouth is lovely <laughs> Yeah, but I like that juxtaposition of opposites. Yeah. And that's why it was, I mean, my name is Courtney McLean, but I added an extra C in there f- to be Courtney McLean and the Dirty <laughs> Curls, which was my band. And then also because there's already a Courtney McLean with one C in, in the Screen Actors Guild. And now that I'm in Los Angeles, I have to... I actually have to be Mick Clean, which I am kind of annoyed by. But anyway, that's Mick a whole Clean with M A C. No M C C L E A N, which is okay. how I choose to do it. But I think maybe M A C is way better. M A C because okay. that's like the original Scottish spelling. <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, so maybe I can change that. Okay, cool. I don't know. Let's get into <laughs> your obsession. Oh my god, are you my hypnotherapist? That's what my hypnotherapist says. Oh, let, really? Yes. It, does it? Does therapy feel like a podcast? Uh, no, but she just says, okay, let's time. Let's start your session. <laughs> After it, we've been talking for an hour, and then she's like, let's start your session. I'm like, what have we been doing? You know, I feel like we're old friends, so I don't have to be like smooth with my segues. I can no, just go absolutely. right into it. Like, All right, let's do this now. Uh, so here's my first actual question. Uh-huh, go. What do you call the substance that we're going to talk about? Is it marijuana to you? Is it weed? Is it pot? Do you ever say doobie? Uh huh. <laughs> I say it all. Um, yeah, it's. I it's say all, it all, baby. It's a chicken lasagna, birthday magic. Um, is that real? Yeah, yeah, really? uh, yeah. My friend Jenny and I used to call it chicken lasagna. That was just sort of a random thing. I don't know where that came from, but birthday magic came from the morning after my twenty eighth birthday. My buddy Brett and I went down to um, the pharmacy on the corner of one hundred and fourteenth and first. And this is New York. I take this it. This is in New York, uh, East East one hundred fourteenth and first, and we go to this pharmacy to grab some Advil for my friend who's having a very difficult morning. And uh, we found like a dime bag on the floor of marijuana weed pot 
just on the on the sidewalk. Uh, in the pharmacy. Oh, in the pharmacy. Yeah, in the pharmacy. And and Brett was like, <laughs> it's a pharmaceutical. Oh, yeah. Brett was like, oh my god, birthday magic. But this was you know a why it was my twenty eighth birthday, okay. so it was two years ago. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so you no, don't feel like there is true. any qualitative difference, like. Like people will debate, oh. like nerd and geek mean slightly different things. So oh. you don't feel like? Do you feel like there's like a difference between like when you hear somebody say pot, you're like, well, you should actually be saying weed in this context, no. or it has this. <laughs> no, I don't make that sort of differentiation with those. It's all the same stuff. Now, like ditch weed is it, that is a lower grade. Okay, specifically. yeah. Well, that seems like a value judgment, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, but like weed, pot, marijuana. Yeah, that's, Do I sound like... But shake is different than bud. Okay, because that's describing an actual physical part of exactly. a joint, correct? Well, not necessarily a joint. Like shake is the loose... Shake is usually just like the loose parts of flour. Okay. And the flour is the bud. So, but is marijuana on hip? If I like came to you and said, Courtney, I would like to talk to you about marijuana. Uh-huh. Would you feel like, God, he's got to stick up his ass? Oh, because you say the word marijuana? Well, yeah, is marijuana on hip? I'd say it's a little belabored. I mean, why are you like, just because I'm a Relax. pothead doesn't mean I'm not efficient. Right. So yeah, pot or weed is usually just easier to say. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. I think that's a fair one. But yeah, I mean, if you, yes, if you come up to me and say, do you have any marijuana? I might be like, what are you, a narc? Yeah, you know? I would like to borrow a marijuana cigarette. <laughs> yeah. Uh, do you have a preferred term between stoned, baked, whatever for the yes. effect on yourself. Medicated. Medicated. I like medicated because I feel like it lends it some legitimacy. <laughs> but also because, I mean, that's what they call it. That's what they call it at all the dispensaries because California is a medical state. It's not technically legal here. But you can yet. get a medical marijuana card real easy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, my doctor did not even look me in the eye. It wasn't like my doctor either. It was just like this doctor, weed doctor I went yeah, to. Yeah, it's like Dr. Nick, yeah, from yeah. The Simpsons, yeah. Oh, sure, yep, I assume so. <laughs> <laughs> I see, when I was I was thinking about coming on this podcast, and I'm like, God, I honestly, I wish I was more obsessed with anything than, <laughs> than I am. Like, I feel like I dabble in a lot of stuff. Yeah. But anyway, um, so yeah, my doctor didn't even look me in the eye when I got my. Did you say uh, here's what's wrong with me that I, I need did. marijuana? And what did you say? Um, well, I believe my reasons are legitimate. Uh, I suffer from depression and anxiety. Okay. Now, I figured out because my mom's because I also take antidepressants, uh, anti-anxiety meds. I take Paxil, twenty milligrams. I like to talk about it because I don't want to be ashamed about it. Right. I think it's something a lot of people are going through these days, um, and also because. I feel like my father could really use an anti-anxiety thing, but for our parents' generation, it's like so much more taboo. Right. It's like admitting weakness. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So many things. So my mom is, doesn't understand. She's like, well, why do you take that and also the marijuana for that? And I'm like, well, the, the like the antidepressant makes me not want to kill myself. The right. marijuana makes me, it helps me get through day to day. And it helps me be more creative sometimes, you know, things like that. Anyway. So medicated, is that your own term or is that a term that the marijuana users use? That is a term that, that is definitely a term that people use in the industry. Okay. In the green industry, the marijuana industry. So do people really say like, oh, I'm so medicated. Does it have like a, <laughs> a hip connotation or is it like a wink, wink, nod, nod thing? No, uh, no, it's it's like a legitimate con- connotation. It's yeah. like when you come into a dispensary, they'll ask you, how do you like to medicate? Okay. So it's, and you know what? It's the people that are like, I'm so baked right now. You're just like, shut the fuck up. Okay. You just, you know, I feel like it's... um. It's a way of be living life now okay. that is much more legitimized through through it being legalized and right, you know, right. And I certainly I have friends who just use it because they have insomnia. Yeah, like so. Yeah. And it seems like there is a lot more use of it in uh, very specific uh, medical ways, mm-hmm. or and not just recreational. Yeah, absolutely. They're finding that. Um, the plant has so many properties to it that are uh, medicinal, like, uh, you know, stress and anxiety, insomnia, um, you know, not just glaucoma and stuff, but yeah. there's pain, obviously. Um, yeah. Eating disorders. 
Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool. Do you remember your first experience with marijuana? I sure do, Joseph. <laughs> um, yeah, I was uh, I was 18. I never I didn't try pot until I was in college. Okay. Were you drinking? Had, uh, you, had you already started drinking? I don't no, I doubt it because okay. actually I had a really hard time getting used to alcohol and I didn't finish my first beer till I was 21. Okay. So I was definitely smoking pot before I started drinking. Okay, cool. And so I had a couple of friends who were from Northern California. Um, this was, I went to UC San Diego. Okay. And so they had already been smoking pot and were experienced with it. And I remember, um, I'm not sure exactly what we smoked out of, but it was probably this long ceramic blue pipe that had like these white ceramic eyes on it. And so it looked like it was going, ooh, <laughs> and like that's, that's mouth was in an O-shaped. So I just remember at one point realizing that I couldn't not live in the now. Okay. Like I couldn't remember the immediate past or, or it just felt like... I could feel time barreling forward. When you had... When I was... Yeah, my first... When you were medicated. When I was... For the first stoned time. Stoned for the first when time. When you were stoned yeah, for the first time. Back then it was stoned because it was, you know, the mid-90s. So. Yeah. No. So did you have any hesitation when your friends were like, hey, we're going to smoke out of this weird, long, blue-faced, O-faced man? Did you have any like, I don't know if I want to do that? Or were no. you like totally like, no, I'm on, all on board for this? I don't remember where the jump over the gap was, but it was a week before that I had a little bit of a cold and there was a guy named Ben at my job who wasn't a white guy with dreads but he was a white guy with like one of those crocheted rasta hats Mm -hmm. and he had this really tight curly blonde hair and this cute little like he was like a little beaver that's like what he looked like like little squinty eyes anyway and i had he was a couple of years older than me and i had a little bit of a cold and he's like you know what'll take care of that and then he puts his hand up in the motion of smoking a pipe and he goes You know, makes this little like, like his hand is moving in a circle, like he's cir- with the lighter. And did you just think, what is this beaver man miming at me? <laughs> no, I was such a, I was, ah, I was such a little goody two shoes. And I was like, I'm all, I don't do that. <laughs> I really was. <laughs> and then literally the next week, okay, I was, I, I don't remember. I don't remember my feelings immediately before doing it. Yeah. I just remember being like... But as soon as you did I it, you felt it. like you, time was moving differently and you were like, this is awesome. Well, I actually, well, actually, what happened was it was like moment to moment to moment. And then the next moment, I remember crying. And the moment after that, I remember my friends being huddled around me and like hugging me and calming me down. And then the moment after that, I remember being like, why are all these people around me? (laughs) (laughs) It was, it was, it was weird, but, um, I definitely felt it my first time. You get a lot of people who were like, I didn't ever feel it my first time. I was high my first time. Okay. But it it was a very, very long time afterwards when I became a chronic user. I've only been a like, chronic user for a little over four years. Okay. Um, but when so. you look back at that first time mm-hmm. with a, a lot of different emotions to it, is it mostly like a positive memory? Yeah. Of like I the, mean, when he, you met your, your friend for the first time? Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, it's a positive memory. Okay. Um, I do remember still, I, I had a lot of hangups and still have a lot of hangups about it. Um, I have a lot of guilt around all the smoking that I do. And I really feel like I'm like, that's probably what affects me the most. I'm just like, just let go of that. Like who gives a fuck? But, um, but it was something that I, it wasn't like I thought it was bad, but when one of my roommates started smoking every day and it wasn't like she was waking and baking, but she would smoke pot every day. And I was like, you are smoking a lot of beet weed. I don't think this is good. And like one of my directors of one of my one woman shows was smoking weed before rehearsal. And I'd be like, I'm really uncomfortable with you, you know, smoking this much weed and blah, blah, blah. And she's like, Courtney, don't worry about it. Like it makes, it makes it better for me. It may, you know, yeah. and I didn't, I just didn't really understand the other side of that. Uh, now, you know, I mean, there's still moderation and there's still like, like you, you can't overdose on pot like 
heroin, like you're going right. to be sent to the hospital, but you can definitely overdose to the point where you're like in your couch and aren't doing anything. <laughs> that, Not on your couch. Yeah. In on, your couch. In your couch. Like in, okay. <laughs> that is a nice poetic way to say it. <laughs> I am well, inside my own couch. It's the mnemonic is indica into couch. Okay. Uh, and sativa is the is the brain one where indica is the body one. Okay. So anyway, but that's you know another place. Um, but yeah, so that's that's your overdosing. Why was I telling you that part? I don't well, know. Well, I'm curious about the chronic. So, oh, okay. so you tried it out. You met some other people who were mm-hmm. who were using it more chronically, and you were like, Meh. yeah. And then you came around to it. What? When did you start using it? Why did you start using it chronically? I think it was just like extra money and availability. Yeah. And and strains were getting better. So I went, okay, so we are in a very exciting time for pot. Right. <laughs> yes, we are. It's like, it's awesome. Pot, <laughs> to me, I used to want to be like a whiskey es- expert, and now I want to be a pot expert. Right. Where it's like, I know exactly what strains taste like. You know, I'm I'm beginning to learn what an indica looks like and what a sativa looks like. What what the flowers actually yeah. look like. And flower is the is the word that they use now for what used to be called buds. Okay. Um, it's like the so I went. Okay, so it took me a long time. I, I was smoking it very frequently when I lived in New York in the early 2000s, like okay. mid-2000s. But when I got to Minnesota, it wasn't every day, but it was definitely when I would have it, I would smoke it every day. I wouldn't necessarily wake and bake. But it got to the point where I actually I was working a desk job for a very okay. long time. Okay, here we go. Yes, I was working a desk job for a very long time, and it started where I just started smoking before I would go to work because I, the kind of work I was doing was not stimulating my mind, so I just sort of like decided to, you know, chill out and just like, and I found that, I found like driving when I'm high, I don't have any road rage, I'm very relaxed, and it was just something like I wouldn't let people affect me as much. Okay. It almost was like I, quote unquote, didn't care as much. Right. So it's a mix of the recreation mm-hmm. and the coping. Yeah. So recreation yeah. and medication. Yep. Yeah. Medication. Medication. <laughs> Medication. Yeah, because when I, when, when we were spending a lot of time together in Minneapolis, we were doing mm-hmm. rock star storyteller stuff together. You I would was constantly asking you if you wanted to get high with me. You you did not constantly, but it was it was very much a. It seemed from the outside like uh-huh. a fun thing of like usually a fun thing of like uh-huh. we just did a fun show. Now I'm going to go get high. Or if the show is kind of rocky or annoying, you'd uh-huh. be like, I'm going to get high. So it, <laughs> it seemed like it would work either way. It would seem like yeah. it was offered as a party or offered as a a. Uh, a balm, which makes sense to me as somebody who likes alcohol, because I mm-hmm. use alcohol the same way of like, hey, great, it's a celebration, or that sucked. Yeah. I, this is my anti-celebration, a- my absolute- coping celebration. Yeah, I mean, like, I think no matter what, I would do it after a show. <laughs> um, it got to a point where I would start doing it before shows as well, uh, which uh, fucks with your comic timing a lot. With music, it's a lot easier, because it's on its own timing. Right. But I would find when I would smoke before stories, unless I was super rehearsed in that story, it was not a good scene. So I would wait till afterwards. But um, yeah, I, you know, I use it for all, for all sorts of reasons. Cool. Cool. Do you have a favorite or do you think the world should have a favorite way of taking it in? Cause I know that has changed a lot. You can just like the normal, yeah. like good old joint cigarette, uh, yeah. bongs and pipes and vapes. Oh my. There are so many, uh, edibles. And now edibles. Edibles. Um, I actually have had the pleasure of working at an edibles company for the past couple of months. Cool. So you're there right now. We are there. I am there right now. And, uh, we sell a special, Spray, a breath spray Damn. that has, um, we sell a CBD kind and a THC kind. Is it available as a face rub yet? Uh, no, no. Okay. Although we do sell a skin serum, but that is under, uh, we make that, but it's actually under a different company. It's okay. for a different company. Cool. So first I want to hear, I want to hear mm-hmm. your favorite My way favorite. of ingesting it. And then I want to mm-hmm. talk more about the edibles. Um, my favorite way has pro is probably just a good old joint. Okay. Is that partially just like the physical 
action of taking it in because I yeah. used to be a, a, a smoker uh-huh. uh, and there, that's a part of it of just the yes. taking in the sort of the deep breath with something with it. Totally. That, uh, that is absolutely more satisfying than a vape pen. Okay. Um, and also because it's like you, you kind of have a, I have a little bit better of an idea, like how much I'm dosing myself and because it's actual smoke, it is a different sort of high than vaping. Okay. Right. So, and I like that high better. Cool. Okay, so you work at an edibles place. Mm-hmm. Edibles seems like has become huge, has become totally. a thing. Like it used to just be like brownies, man. Yeah. And now what all are edibles? Are they oh, candies? Man. Are they lollipops? What what are edibles? Y- yes, yes. Uh, I mean, basically, there's a lot of gummy candies, a lot of sour okay. gummy can- candies that have been infused, uh, like the apricot rings and the gummy worms and the gummy bears. There's... There's brownies, there's drinks, like you can get like a tea that's got marijuana in it. Okay. Um, there's uh, basically anything that can be cooked with an oil okay. or butter, anything. Um, we also create a supercharged ghee. I work at Jumbo Superfoods okay. is what the place is called. <laughs> we create a supercharged ghee, which is essentially like a paleo because our edibles are paleo. Okay. So it's a, like a paleo butter. So you can use it. You can use that to cook as well. Um, and then, like I mentioned, the breath sprays we have. Um, so do the then, breath sprays, are they like peppermint? Like they'll freshen your breath and get you high? Yeah. Like they function both ways? Yep. Yeah. Cool. You know who's a fan, Joseph? Joe Rogan. He's a huge <laughs> fan of our stuff. And Doug Benson, of oh, course. Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. That's awesome. But, yeah. Do you feel like, oh, so a place like you're working uh-huh. uh, has that uh, you, you can get into it, you can understand it and uh, study it in a sort of classy way like yeah. whiskey or like craft li- beer yeah. or, yeah, or like any sort of like arts and crafts sort of like there's a lot to be studied and respect mm-hmm. about this. Do you feel like that is a direct response to the slacker stereotype that's like, no, we'll, we'll prove to you that it's not just about getting high and never getting up from your couch. Yeah. It's It can be this uh, interesting, nuanced, intelligent thing. Well, I think that that is just a result of people, uh, of it becoming more legal and people growing it and breeding different strains together. So then it's like, you want to know what the different strains are. Okay. And I think then you also discover different strains do different things. So then it becomes a science. Yeah. And, uh, and then it becomes like you can, it becomes like, you know, finding out fine whiskey or whatnot. Yeah. Um, and I think also a very, I think something that's becoming very hip right now is microdosing. Okay. So microdosing not with not only psilocybin and like acid and stuff, like people taking miniature doses of that, but just like, just knowing exactly how much weed gets you that much okay. and then and then getting through your day are there micro joints like just little tiny joints um no maybe i don't know but that's what these little that's what these little vape pens are for okay so you, you brought just, it you brought a little vape pen i brought a little vape pen can i can i hold it absolutely all right yeah interesting yeah it looks it's almost a little lightsaber like yeah it's a little <laughs> Uh, so the, the bottom part of it is a bat is technically a battery and it has okay. its USB charger. And then, uh, the top part of it is the cartridge, which with the hash oil in it, okay. I don't exactly know how it burns, but, or, but it connects together somehow and there's <laughs> okay. a charge. There's like and, a heater in there or something. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, so this is very handy because it's discreet, doesn't smell very much. And also it's something that like you can just take a little hit and it gets you pretty. Okay, living here in Los Angeles, when somebody says, hey, I'm going to go vape, do you just Mm -hmm. assume like, well, of course you mean weed? Of course you mean marijuana? Or do you think like, oh, do you mean like tobacco or do you mean like marijuana? Yeah, I would. I wouldn't know which okay. one. I wouldn't assume. Um, if they said I'm gonna go vape, I'd I'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> you're I'd a be narc. Like, I'd be like, no, you're really gonna go buy a Bud Light, you know? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but <laughs> um, 
But yeah, no, if they did say that, I would ask them though, because I am kind of a mooch. Okay. And I would be like, oh, well, let me. Well, maybe I will vape with you a little bit. Yeah, maybe. Do you want to share some of that? (laughs) So you're talking about all the strains and how Mm -hmm. there's getting to be this uh, uh, great advancement in there. are a lot of different kinds. They do very specific, have very specific effects. So if Mm -hmm. you want to be very relaxed and go to sleep and blah, 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 you can get that. I don't know if they're specific necessarily. There's a lot of overlap, but but yeah, definitely like if you want to create, if you want to be more creative and a little more euphoric than you, you know, there's a bunch of ones that fall into that category but they have like little differences okay if you could create your own strain like if you could work with a scientist and create your own strain what would the effect be and what would you call it great question joseph holy shit man i am a little more obsessed with weed than i thought um okay it would definitely be it would be up giggly chatty creative okay so this would be go to a cocktail party yeah go to a party or sit down and do some writing do some creating um uh yeah definitely an extroverted weed okay but it would also last for like two hours or more and it would very very slowly wear off and then by the time it wore off you don't feel groggy or or anything, and okay. um, this is a dealing with in-laws <laughs> strain. It sounds like to me. Yeah, it could. It could definitely be that. <laughs> it's living with your parents is uh, what it is. Okay, so what? So it would make you giggly, happy. Mm-hmm. It would taper off in a lovely way. It would open mm-hmm. you creatively. What would it be called? Oh, um, <laughs> it would be called like. The Rainbow Connection. <laughs> I think that's a great answer. Yeah, thank you. Uh, do all of the strains still have the very, very bizarre names? Is that like a part of what Absolutely. it is to to make sure that you come up with just like, yeah, it's Banana Fucktown or whatever <laughs> weird... I actually had one the other day called Banana Ogre. Um, close. <laughs> yeah, totally. Very close. Uh, one of my favorite ones right now is Bubblegum Kush because it stinks like bubblegum but kush is a pretty common name um but yeah they have there's so many star wars strains joseph really oh my gosh there's like the uh oh no that's jack herrera i have a uh skywalker there's skywalker og there's yoda there's um skywalker og that's mm -hmm. great yeah Ooh, and that's very controversial because are you referring to anakin skywalker because he's technically the elder skywalker or are you talking about luke skywalker because that's the character we were introduced to first exactly i don't know (laughs) and maybe don't care (laughs) you know it's a good strain that's all i care about is there a strain called uh, jango fat not yet. Just you know, because that just seems like a what story. would what would the characteristics of that strain be? Do you think uh, you would be really mellow, and then your head would get cut off by Mace Windu? <laughs> oh, so I think it would be very mellow, and then have like you that would get really intense like at the end. Psychedelic, yeah, <laughs> pretty, it, yeah. I'm just trying to think of the Star Wars names that sounded the most yeah, like marijuana, totally. and actually Obi-Wan most Kenobi. Star Wars names. Sound. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, Darth Vader, Salacious like, Crumb. Yeah. Yeah, I could go on and on for hours and hours and hours. Uh, now, I'm curious, you, you talk about it creatively. I'm curious how it's affected your art. Mm-hmm. Because I know you as a storyteller. I know you as a musician. Mm-hmm. I've never seen you super incorporate your yeah. weed love into your art. Um, yeah, it's it's more like something that I will allude to. Like yes. I have a um I have a dress that I wear sometimes that has marijuana that has pot leaves all over it. And I wear that to perform. Um and I'm not shy about it, but it's definitely yeah, it's not something that I'm like but I there you know, there is a song coming about sex on weed. Okay. Like for sure. Um, but also because I just, you know, choose and I, and other drugs too. Um, I just, I use them, I use it more as a tool than as a, uh, than it is like something I talk about all the time, I guess. I guess, I guess part of what I'm wondering is like, there is a, I don't want to say necessary evil. That's a little too harsh. You, I think a lot of times as performers, especially mm-hmm. like uh, independent performers, mm-hmm. you take something real from your life 
and you broadcast that as part of your performer identity and yeah. it becomes your personal brand. And I, I don't think it's evil. I just think it's like people need a way to quickly identify you, remember you, put you in a mm-hmm. box. And then if they're a fan of you, they'll in- enjoy the depths of who you can be. Yeah. But you know, you have at different times embraced the fact that you have had lots of sex, that you're very sex positive, that you're open to sex uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> as a part of your like personal brand. And that's mm-hmm. some of where the dirty curls came from. Mm-hmm. So you're, but you but you haven't done that with weed. So I yeah. guess I'm wondering if there if there is like a resistance to making weed a part of your personal brand. Um no, it it I think that wait, maybe a little bit. Okay. <laughs> I maybe a little bit because it 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 is something also that I'm always like want to pull away from sometimes. Yeah. A lot of times I do. Um but that but then I think that really goes back to the guilt thing cuz yeah. I'm kind of like you know, I just need to learn to dose myself a little less as well. Okay. Which I have been I have been learning that. The wand helps a lot. Um, but why I don't incorporate it in, uh, I just haven't done it yet. Okay. I think is like, you know, because I'm I might just I I really have enjoyed working at this place and yeah. I kind of feel like it's, I'm going to be looking for another job in edibles. So, I okay. mean, because this is like the kind of day job that I want. So you, uh, you mostly just like, do people walk in from the street and you give them suggestions? No, actually, I don't, I work in production and manufacturing. Oh, okay. I don't work in a dispensary. I work at a company that creates, um, I have... I have a bag, but it's not a labeled bag of their stuff. But I, I <laughs> work black non-labeled cre- bag. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, I, I, so I bake these honey buns. Like, take a little whiff of that. Okay. Okay. Oh, yeah, geez. it smells like bread and my neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah. So I I uh, help to bake these things, and then like we've been putting them in truffle trays and making them sure they're all okay. The so same you size. are literally baking little weed buns. I'm baking little weed buns. I Joseph, I am literally seeing the process of these little weed buns from. From picking the flowers of marijuana off the stems and putting them in bu- in a bucket okay. to putting those in a blender to putting the um to putting the blended weed in the crock pots with the oil with the okay. coconut oil we use and then pressing that and after a few days of it of it cooking and sitting pressing that getting the weed oil out and uh, you know extracting the weed oil and then somebody else because i'm i'm not advanced enough to actually bake the things but they take the weed oil <laughs> mix it together bake these suckers you know or mix the batter together we put the batter into the little trays bake them and then they come okay. out and then we've labeled these bags and we put them in the bag. Yeah, so anyway, so you're, that's what I've like, been doing. <laughs> you're almost the Betty Crocker of marijuana. I am almost yeah, Betty, there is a uh uh edibles company called Betty Chronic. Isn't that awesome? <laughs> Bacon with Betty. Yeah, totally. Okay. So are you having like a spiritual connection to doing this? Like you're feeling like you are helping people, or is it just that you are get to be close to something you love? Yeah, little a little column A, little column B. Um, the people that I'm working for and the the couple that created Jumbo, Joe and Shannon, are pretty cool. Um, and they're definitely like spiritual, like Burning Man type people. Mm-hmm. But but I think they're also very grounded as well. They're not like too like crazy. Like they have a great business sense. Yeah. Um. Uh. And wait, what? Am I talking about? <laughs> like why you enjoy the job. <laughs> oh, yes. Because of the characters. And also, I get to be stoned on the job. Okay. I get Do to... they encourage that? Do they say, no, they you don't... should be stoned if you're going to be baking these honey no, buns? No, no. They don't encourage it. They're just fine with it. They yeah. understand that They understand that that's how people live their life. And that's like the right. reality that some people like to be in. Um, they do... They are like... You know, they're like, oh, you've been taking a lot of 20-minute breaks. Like, that's something that they'll be okay, like, oh, so- <laughs> okay, rein it in, you know? So if you could get super, super high without taking a 20-minute break, they'd be like, go for it. Yeah, exactly. They're like, as long as you do your job and do it well, you know, it's like, they, they, I'm sure they would like us to be a little bit faster, but, <laughs> but it hasn't been too much of an issue. You so know. Do you think they have that built in of 
we are totally accepting that people get high. It is not a stereotype that people slow down. Mm-hmm. So do you think they just have that built into their business model of like, on any given day, we might make four or five, unless all of our employees are a little more stoned, uh-huh. then we'll only make three. <laughs> well, if I think if it were like, if they're like, this is Im- imperative that we get this out really soon, then we're aware of that and we do it. Uh, okay. We, we... You know, we do our jobs very well, like, and we're, and it's so repetitive. I mean, we're putting labels on bottles and stuff. It's a little mini factory is literally what it is. So it's like, and sometimes we're listening to music, so it's not like we're chatting and, you know, so there's not a whole lot of lag, but I do notice sometimes that when I'm making the truffles, maybe I'll be like forming it a little too long. (laughs) Like, you know, I'm like stroking it and making it so smooth and I'm like, Courtney, just wind it up yeah anyway have you ever known a person in your life that you want them to start using marijuana joseph you (laughs) (laughs) we can talk we can Um, discuss i i'm intrigued by the mouth spray (laughs) well oh really yeah because it's i love anything when it's more ridiculous right oh okay well good to know um perhaps i i wish i brought because i do have a cbd spray of that you can get me a skywalker og and a mouth spray i will maybe try it (laughs) I don't know that I can get that specifically, but uh, who knows? Maybe yeah. I can well, – I'll see what I can do. I'll see what I can do. Um, I did – I mean, you can have one of these honey buns if you want. I brought, okay, well, I brought yeah. a few. So Go ahead and leave yeah. one. And, yeah, and we'll, exactly. And we'll see. Yeah, I, I, I am you always – You and Sarah, you, got, you guys got to take like a, a quarter of it each. <laughs> and just like, you know, Netflix and chill. Right. And just – Make a night at home and, yeah. Yeah, if you can get a precious night at home alone. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because I've always been much more alcohol and I had the mm-hmm. experience of I tried it three times and nothing happened. And then it oh, just really? went on with life. But oh, it's okay. – it, and then I now think – I want to give you some of this little wheat pen. <laughs> uh, well, I think it, it's very interesting because I think uh, the whole culture of it is changing. Mm-hmm. And from my perception – it's definitely different in Los Angeles because of the medical marijuana card mm-hmm. and because of the people who are using it in 8 million different ways mm-hmm. and just how often the smell is there, how often the discussions of it are yeah. there. And they are everything from the most cartoonish stoner person who isn't leaving the house because life's a bummer mm-hmm. to the person who's like, no, I use this very specific thing in this very specific way because it truly helps me. So it's this interesting panorama yeah, yeah. of uses and everybody's got their different ways that they take it in, the the bags and the pipes and the bonks and the mm-hmm, whatnots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> totally. Yeah. It's so many options are out there. Um, the thing with LA itself, Los Angeles, um, the city has some weird laws and I don't know the specifics. Yeah. Something's happening on August 1st and, or like if, if, I mean, I know that California is voting to make it legal in November. Okay. Um, but there's something that Los Angeles has already opted out of. So I'm, I don't know the laws exactly, but, uh, so I am losing my job because they are moving up north to Santa Rosa okay. where it is, um, where it's just the laws are a lot more lax. So the LA is laws. cracking down on production, you think? Um, there's been raids. There's, uh, and they're, I don't know, they crack down on weird stuff and they're yeah. just sort of dicks about it. Now, um, do you think it, do you think just across the board in America, marijuana should be legal? Yes. 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 For you, would it take away any of the I'm doing something I'm not supposed to, or has that never factored into it for you? It's never been like, no. oh, I'm doing a naughty thing. <laughs> no, it's never been that. It's always been, this is stupid that this is legal. I can't believe that this is legal and alcohol is legal. Or I can't believe that this is illegal and alcohol is legal. Yeah. Like to me, uh, I, mean, I mean, not that alcohol should be illegal, but... I just find alcohol to be so much more disruptive in people's lives in so many ways that I'm just like, why? But, you know, there's all sorts of theories and I don't know if they're, uh, I I believe there is a lot of factual evidence to back up that marijuana is illegal for purposes of like, like racism. Like, you know, it puts a lot of men of color in jail for the stupidest shit. Right. If cops find people with a tiny amount, it gives them an excuse. Right. Exactly. So, and, and, you know, and it behooves whatever our system is to keep those people in jail. Anyway, that's a whole other thing. So my last question in, in this segment Mm -hmm. is I want to, I want to play a little bit of make-believe. 
So okay. you you know a lot about marijuana. You I believe so. in marijuana. You mm-hmm. think it is a, a good and positive force. Mm-hmm. I want to imagine if you were able to create like a kid's show to teach mm-hmm. kids yeah. that marijuana is okay. Mm-hmm. So if you could have a show like that. Yeah. And you were like the host. Mm-hmm. It was a kid's show. Uh-huh. What what would you want it to be called? What would the kid's show be called? Well, I think uh, I think it would be based on this awesome book, uh, sort of a kid's book I saw once called It's Only a Plant. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So it would so be, be something like that. It's Only a Plant with Courtney McClain. Yeah. It's only would a you plant. have uh, any little uh, f- cartoon animal friends or people dressed up in big foam suits as animals who also like marijuana? Sure. What kind of marijuana animal friends would you like? <gasps> Um, there would definitely be a badger because I'm <laughs> newly obsessed with badgers. Um, and I think that there would probably be like the big rat from Chuck E. Cheese. Okay. But maybe he would be like hippied out or something. So what would the rat from Chuck E. Cheese represent? Would he represent uh, taking weed too far? <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that he would represent like just one of the ways you could turn out. On weed. Okay. Yeah. And the badger would have a more uh-huh. positive message of like, look, I'm a badger and I'm fine. Look at this spray weed sure. in my mouth. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> um, I guess the badger would just be there to remind you to be aggressive. <laughs> and, you know, to not to not get too complacent. To, okay. I mean, this is where the badger is in my life right now, Joseph. Okay, like, so the badger is your personal symbol to be aggressive, to my, go out there and, and yeah, win. Yeah, yeah. To Good. go out there and win and to, you know, and to be aggressive with, like, standing up for yourself and all that right, other good right. stuff, too. Okay. And sometimes, pot, you know, pot, it's not a lie. Pot can make you unmotivated and can make you complacent. Can. That, can. that I think, is a result of overdosing. Right. But, um, but yeah, the badger will remind you. It'll be like, you don't need to be aggressive with your pot use. Be <laughs> aggressive with your work and still enjoy. But then the badger, like, sometimes the badger needs to take the edge off. Okay. Yeah. Right. And then the badger would just chill with the rat mm-hmm. on yeah, the couch. Maybe. The yeah. big in the couch would probably oh, talk too, right? This really is starting to sound like um, a cartoon I was talking about making with uh, an old comedian friend like ten years ago. It's really <laughs> weird. Uh, anyway, so can you can you make up the theme song since you can sing? Too? It's only a plant. Don't worry, kids, you'll have your chance. When you're 18, you can smoke the plant. But now, from now on, it's just gonna be mom and dad. But don't worry, it's only a plant. Do you smoke weed? Yes, I do. Yeah. I smoke occasionally. Yeah. In college, like every day. Now, maybe once a month. I'm too busy. I get paranoid and feel like I should be doing things. And I'm a teacher and I smoke occasionally, which sometimes I get I get down on myself a little bit about, but I still like it. I don't know, I just I feel that I have some sort of like social responsibility as an educator and I always tell my kids, Don't smoke weed and I'm like, Well, I'm gonna go home tonight and smoke some weed. So Do you have a, a medical marijuana card? Yes, I do. What do you prefer to do? Smoke, edibles? Smoke um, ganja tea. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah. Do you vape? No, not yet. I need to, though. Yeah. Better for your lungs. Do you think it should be fully legalized? I do. Yeah. Yeah. If, if alcohol is, then yes. I do. I think it should be totally legal. If you could name a strain, what would you call it? Mona Bear, because that's the nickname for my uh, dog. I think I would call it the Lox. Because that is my favorite thing to eat when I'm I'm stoned, lox and bagel. Okay, if you could smoke with anybody, who would you smoke with? If I could smoke with a famous person, it would be um, Woody Allen and Spike Lee. I would ask them why they beef so much. Yeah, Spike Lee and I like Woody Allen, Woody Allen and I like Spike Lee. So I just want to figure out why. You know, them two are like the greats of um, New York cinema. Why do you think they do? I have no idea. That's why we were smoking us. Yeah. yeah. Truth come out when you smoke, you know. Okay, if you could smoke with anybody, who would you smoke with? Snoop Dogg, of course. How about you? The Burn, Bernie Sanders. I don't know why. That man is just awesome. And 
I can't say sexy, but sometimes he's a little sexy too. I think I might hit on him if I was high. I wanted to see a picture of Snoop Dogg and Burn burning one down. That would be, that'd be awesome. <laughs> that would be awesome. We're going to move on to our How Obsessed Are You questions. I ah! ask these questions of everyone on the podcast. Mm -hmm. Do you think about weed every day? Yes! <laughs> oh, You yes. fucking moron, of course yeah. I do. <laughs> yes. And you have for many years, since your first encounter, since you... Oh, since no. Since pipe, Blue Pipe Man. I'd say uh, I've thought about weed every day, uh, whenever it is in my house. And recently, you know, that's just been within the past four or five years. Right. It's been in my house every day. But right now you're part of the industry, too. Right now I'm part of the industry as well. But yes. Yeah, I mean, you're I, Crocker, so, I yeah. will wake up and I, and I wake up and I'm like, how long do I wait to have my first smoke? Cool. Cool. Or, yeah. Have you ever had a dream about weed? Maybe. I don't know. Do I don't you, think I have, Are you actually. a vivid dreamer? Uh, I have been a vivid dreamer. One of the things about marijuana, though, if you smoke it a lot, it takes your dreams away. <laughs> yeah. It kind of, like, takes your dreaming away. It takes your <laughs> dreaming is, away. Yeah. It, kind of, it was just kind of a bummer because dreams are cool. Yeah. Um, is it just because you're, uh, you're sleeping so peacefully that you don't actually remember I think them? it's actually a lack of REM sleep. So okay. it's something that you don't really... I mean, if you take it for insomnia, that's one thing. But, you know, it's... Sometimes you don't want to, like, smoke a big old bowl before you go to sleep. I will notice that my dreams will... Well, I feel like they come back like in the morning, like after I wake up and then go back to sleep or something. Okay. Maybe that's just how dreams work. I yeah. don't know. Anyway. <laughs> okay. Would you <sighs> confirm or reject a Supreme Court justice nominee based on their opinion of weed? Um, no, I don't think so. So it's, the legalization is isn't that... It it is it is important to me. I mean, if he was like absolutely not no weed, then he probably also is absolutely not no abortion. Yo, you know, like I'm way more concerned with I'm way more concerned with women's reproductive yeah. health. Yeah. So imagine it was like the the a, a cool judge, uh she was up for it. Mm -hmm. Uh she believed in all of the progressive things that mm -hmm. you believe in, except for she was just like, Nope, pot's the devil. Would you be like, eh, I'll no. go for it? Yeah, I'd probably be like, but we'll we'll turn her. <laughs> we can fix that. Yeah, we'll be like, nah, you know what? Somebody give her a honey bun. <laughs> that is an excellent solution. Give her a honey bun. <laughs> uh, would you like, if you were to be married, mm -hmm. when or if you were to be married, would uh -huh. you like a wedding dress made out of smokable hemp? Shit, yeah. That would be awesome. What a great way to end your reception. You're like, all right, guys, here we go. Let's Come smoke on. this shit. Like, that would be such a wonderful tradition. Yeah, that would be great. So you'd be up for that. Okay, yeah, cool, totally. cool. Uh, would you get a weed-related tattoo? Yes. Wait, Do would you I? have one? No. Okay. I don't. Do you have any tattoos? Yes. I have one. It's the Uffington horse. It's on my upper okay. uh, back. Um, which is a big chalk etching on the side of a hill in Oxfordshire, England. I okay. got it because of it's on the um, cover of the album English Settlement by XTC. And okay. they were one of my very favorite bands. They're still pretty much one of my very favorite okay. bands. Um, but would I get a wait, would I get a weed related tattoo? Yes, I would, but I don't think it would be obvious. Like I would you know what I would get is like maybe the little hexagonical um uh molecule like Oh yeah. Like diagrams of you would get like the like science that. of weed yes absolutely cool. i would get that do you have any idea where you would put the science of weed the science of weed i'm really into uh i like uh the arms okay i like arm tattoos cool yeah okay good uh would you break up with someone who hated weed yeah yeah absolutely it's, it's, it, it's part of my life yeah. like yeah if they are not down with weed and i'm not gonna change that like i might slow down on weed a little bit but i can't date somebody who's like i'm not good i can't have you smoking weed yeah how about if it's somebody who's like a big old heavy drinker but just like yeah weed's not my thing i prefer to focus on alcohol but was not judgmental about it. But was right. not interested. Even just like, yeah, it's not for me. I don't want to. I don't want to try honey bun. If uh, if they're a heavy drinker and it's a problem, then no. <laughs> that, that, was, that was perhaps poorly phrased. Yeah, yeah. Would you like an alcoholic boyfriend? Was not what I meant to ask. Oh, but right. I just meant if they if it wasn't coming from any sort of place of judgment of like, hey, it, oh, I use this 
involved. other thing. I just never like. Yeah, they're but di- I don't they do just don't partake. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fine. I don't care. Okay. Yeah. Cool. As long as they don't care. So it's about the judgment. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All it's right. definitely about the judgment and their comfort level. If they're comfortable with me doing it, but they're like, "Nah, it's not my inebriate." Yeah. Then yeah. I mean, because. I'd much rather, if I'm at a party, I'd much rather smoke a joint than, you know, do a shot. Okay. I mean, well, you know, I'll do a shot. <laughs> You'll make time for both. Yeah. <laughs> Shotgun a beer, let's say. <laughs> Although I do that too, but anyway. <laughs> You're open-minded like that. Sure. Uh, the final question of the mm-hmm. How Obsessed uh, that I ask everybody, it's a weird one. If you could not smoke weed without you or someone you love first being punched in the crotch, would you still smoke weed? Being punched in the crotch? Yeah. That's not even a big deal. Yes. <laughs> I And you know what? It could be me. Okay. Like, that's not fun for women either, but it no. is just a pubic bone. So it's like, I would take it. And you know what I would do? I would smoke a really heavy indica to relieve the pain. <laughs> so why is indica the best crotch punching weed? <laughs> Well, indicas are the body high. Okay. So they're the ones that like relieve your body pain. Okay. Yeah. You can. Yeah. They're the indica in the couch. (laughs) All right. That's great. I asked people to make a noise to sum up their obsession. Can Mm -hmm. you make a noise that sums up your obsession? (sighs) So tension and release. Mm -hmm, Sure. That is awesome. Yeah. Uh, I have been rating people's obsessions uh-huh. on the podcast so oh. it's seven is the number uh-huh. and then to give it flavor i give it a seven something so i'm gonna decide out of seven honey buns uh-huh how many obsessed are you and i th- i think i want to say 5.5 5 uh-huh. honey buns obsessed with weed yep i thank you <laughs> that, well i mean because i was like i'm like am i that and i didn't even get to my notes that i had written down <laughs> and like, that's very obsessive I, yeah i studied i did some studying today but it's so it's so fascinating i really highly recommend if anyone's curious just like look up like what is a cannabinoid yeah and and look up just look up like what is cannabis and there's so much information out there now um yeah cool and, let's open your book and share one fact okay because you right. took the time Oh, sure. Oh, okay. Let's see. Uh, Cannabinoid receptors have been found in mammals, birds, fish, and reptiles. So that means all the animals are ready to get stoned. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and you can get your cat and your dog high. Even the birds in the sky want to be high. Mm -hmm. They don't know it. Yeah, that's a song for your kids' show. (laughs) Even the birds in the sky want to be high. I love it. That's Uh, great. So uh, plug yourself. Where can people find you on social media? Anything else you want to have people directed toward? Sure. Uh, I'm on Twitter and Instagram at Dirty Curls. Yeah. Um, And then I'm on the web at CourtneyMcLean.com. Courtney, C-O-U-R-T-N-E-Y-M-C-C-E. L-E-A-N dot com. Um, and I've got stuff coming up. I'm very, I'm, thank you so much for having me oh, on absolutely. today, Joseph, because this has been like, uh, I've had like a very low key past couple of months and I feel like this is sort of like me shooting out of a cannon. Cool. That, well, yeah, that's great. Yeah. So, so if you're in yeah. Los Angeles, look for Dirty Curls performances because totally. you, you'll be Yeah, I'll be playing my soon. stuff around. Cool. So final questions that don't have anything to do with the, your obsession, but they can if you want. Uh-huh. If you were a sandwich, uh-huh. what kind of sandwich would you be? Oh, goodness. I love sandwiches. That's good that you love yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I think that I would be a BLT with Ooh. some really like awesome San Francisco sourdough, like artisan shit. Um, that bacon would be crispy and not too much of it yeah heirloom tomatoes a little bit of salt and pepper and i mean give me some green romaine lettuce and it would be some delicious aioli on there (laughs) that's the kind of sandwich i would be now is that just your favorite sandwich that you described very well yeah how how is that you um how is it me i don't know it was just the first thing that came to my head i don't i'm like just say something courtney it's a podcast you got to just fill the dead air that tells me something (laughs) fill the dead space with amazing descriptions of blts honestly if it no i guess my that's still my favorite is a pizza because that's like an italian sandwich (laughs) i accept that as an answer my favorite sandwich is a pizza fuck you (laughs) Fuck the concept of sandwiches. I don't care. 
I think that's great. Uh, next question. If you could grow an extra limb, would you choose an arm or a leg? I would choose an arm. <laughs> I sense you've thought of a reason why. Well, I think that um, I feel like just, oh, man, well, come on. I mean, that's that means that I have three hands. That's a lot more coverage, if you know what I'm saying. For banjo playing, right? For banjo playing, you know, exactly. For banjo playing. Oh, my playing. God, I would be the Eddie Van Halen of banjos. <laughs> Three-armed Eddie Van Halen mm-hmm. banjo playing. Uh, the last question for everyone on the podcast is, what is happiness? <sighs> oh, yeah, I remember this. Thought you asked that. Uh, I think that happiness is just like... Not really think, caring about what other people think, like not even considering what other, how other people are perceiving you and just like being like loving yourself right. and then being accepting of others because that, yeah. Right. Just saying, I'm a pizza and I don't care if you're I, looking for a sandwich. Yeah. I'm a fucking pizza. I'm a pizza and that's cool. I'm okay with it. If you're not, that's not my problem. Yeah. Well, thank you very much. Yeah. That is our podcast. <laughs> Listening to Obsessed, Joseph Scrimshaw and his guest shared some stories with the rest. Rate five stars if you're impressed. All right, so another fun pot fact is that there's two receptors that they found. There's the CB1 in the brain, which is in the basal ganglia limbic system, which is where the hippocampus is. And then there's the CB2, which is in the immune system. And there might be a CB3. They just haven't found it yet.